It's Thursday, August 11, 2016. Those regulations will be eliminated quickly. Donald Trump's new energy plan, same as the old plan. I'm excited because there are lots of examples of what's working. Hillary Clinton calls for helping coal country transition to new industries. Out-of-work coal miners now working to restore abandoned coal mines. Industrial chemicals found in drinking water of 6 million Americans. Plus, court ruling sets major precedent for climate change accountability. All of that accountability and more straight ahead from bradblog.com. I'm Brad Friedman. And I'm Desi Doyan. Stand by for six minutes of independent green news, politics, analysis, and snarky comment. It will be... American hands that rebuild this country. Tiny, tiny little American hands. This is your Green News Report. Okay, Desi Doyen, it was nice during the primaries to somewhat be able to ignore Donald Trump, but now he's the nominee. Now I guess we got to pay attention to what he's actually saying. Yes, 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 we do. Sorry. <laughs> Republican presidential nominee Donald Trump pledged a new energy plan for America, but it turns out to be standard Republican Party energy policy. More oil, more coal, and a repeal of environmental regulations. Now, it is an established fact that U.S. energy production is booming, with record domestic oil and gas production and record renewable energy generation and job creation. But in a speech at the Detroit Economic Club on Monday, Trump claimed the exact opposite. The Obama-Clinton administration has blocked and destroyed millions of jobs through their anti-energy regulations while raising the price of electricity for both families and businesses. And that's, of course, also false. U.S. electricity rates have remained stable after surging nearly 50 percent during the Bush administration, according to The Washington Post. Renewable energy is the nation's fastest growing job sector, and Trump's plan to repeal environmental regulations will increase public health care costs caused by pollution, and increasing fossil fuel use will lock in dangerous climate change. In a recent interview with Pittsburgh's KDKA, the Democratic presidential nominee, Hillary Clinton, reiterated her policy to assist coal country in transitioning away from coal. We're going to revitalize coal country. Towns that have been really knocked flat, we're going to help them get up. We can do that with infrastructure, advanced manufacturing. We can do that with clean energy. Also this week, two former EPA administrators who served in Republican administrations have endorsed Secretary Clinton for president. Bill House of the Nixon administration and the first EPA administrator in a joint statement with William Riley of the George H.W. Bush administration wrote that Trump shows, quote, a profound ignorance of science and of the public health issues embodied in our environmental laws and that Clinton is, quote, committed to reasonable science based policy. So the Nixon administrator and the George Bush senior administrator both love Hillary Clinton. Yep. Okie dokie. Meanwhile, as coal use continues to decline around the world, the Obama administration Interior Department broke ground on the first of 14 federally funded coal mine reclamation projects in Pennsylvania. The pilot projects employed laid-off coal miners to clean up toxic mine waste at abandoned coal mines, rehabilitate blighted land, and restore polluted streams. The Obama administration has asked the Republican-controlled Congress to release additional funding from the abandoned mine 
Mine Lands Fund to accelerate mine reclamation and employ out-of-work miners. They should have asked them to not release it. Then maybe they would have. There you go. A new study of U.S. drinking water systems has found unsafe levels of a class of widely used but unregulated industrial chemicals that have been linked to potentially serious health problems, and they found it in the drinking water of 6 million Americans. According to researchers at Harvard University, quote, virtually all Americans are exposed to these compounds, which never break down once they're released into the environment. Finally, it will now be a little bit harder for industries to block new regulations by federal agencies, such as the EPA and the Energy Department. The Seventh Circuit Court of Appeals has upheld the Energy Department's authority to calculate environmental impacts from climate change when it's creating new energy efficiency standards. In rejecting a lawsuit brought by refrigerator manufacturers to stop new standards, the court's ruling set a huge precedent. It upheld a formula for calculating climate change impacts called the social cost of carbon. That's the estimate of the cost that society bears for damage to the environment and to public health caused by fossil fuel pollution and climate change. So that's a good thing. That's a good thing. It makes it more difficult for industries to stop new emissions regulations. Oh, they'll keep trying. For much more on all of these stories and the ones we couldn't get to, check out our website at greennews.bradblog.com. Don't forget you can download our reports anytime via Stitcher, TuneIn, or iTunes. Find us and follow us on the Facebooks and the Twitters at Green News Report. I'm Brad Friedman. And I'm Desi Doyne. And this has been your Green News Report.